Hi, I'm Max. I'm an engineer and inventor. And this thing here is the Bageltron 2000. The Bageltron 2000 opens up portals to other dimensions, which I have been traveling through for nearly four years, visiting many different alternate universes in which there's Earth and there's Seattle, which is where I'm at. And there's other versions of Max and other versions of my roommate, Jack Strobe, who is here with me. Max, we're getting mighty close to four years. That's right. Real close. That's going to be a big milestone. You going to do anything special? Well, if I can keep some around the house without you drinking all of it, I was thinking I might pour myself a nice glass of whiskey and enjoy it in front of the fireplace. On the rocks? No, just neat. Oh, all right. I would join you for that. I'll save you some. Okay. So, Max, we have another Patreon supporter. All right. Excellent. We just did Tommy last week, and now we've got Don. All right. Thank you, Don. And Don also gave us some information about himself. Excellent. So what do we have to work with for listeners? If this is your first time listening, in addition to the jumping to other universes thing, when I turn on this Bagel Tehran 2000, as it's warming up, if we haven't dialed in specific dimensional coordinates, the things that we talk about seem to somehow influence where we go. So we've been using that in order to try and honor our Patreon supporters, which has not been super successful, but we keep doing it for some reason. I think they still appreciate the shout out, even if it's not a positive mention. Don wanted us to know that he's really into science, and specifically, he would love to see something done underwater, a science-focused underwater type of thing. So maybe we could see the Bageltron to have you end up underwater, but though hopefully someplace with air underwater. Uh, yeah, hmm. You know, I do have this diving helmet over here. Let me grab that. Maybe I should just put this on, just in case I end up underwater, I can at least have enough air to breathe until I open up the portal and pop back over. Are you going to take the tube as well and air pumped to you? No, I think the amount of air in this helmet, once I put it on and seal it, will be enough for me to continue breathing long enough to realize that I'm fully underwater and there's nowhere else to go and I can just reopen the portal and pop back over. Although I suppose depending on how deep underwater I am, opening the portal might result in a torrent of water pouring into this garage lab, which would certainly not be good. Hmm. You know, I'm kind of surprised that hasn't happened yet now that we mention it. Yeah, every place you go tends to be not instant death like the void of space or deep underwater. I mean, I did pop into space one time, but it was on a spaceship, which was very convenient. Yeah, you know, I'm not entirely sure actually how this barrier between worlds works with the portal. I mean, obviously I can step through it, but it seems like other things pressing against it from the other side somehow don't just immediately pour into our dimension. Otherwise, we'd also have to worry about, you know, cross-contamination of just the air in the other dimension, which I don't think is a thing. You know, I really should maybe spend a little more time researching some of these aspects of the Bageltron 2000 and dimensional travel. Almost four years in, you'd think I'd know a little more about how this works. I can tell you that any air that goes through a portal is sterilized, and actually any people that go through more than, say, 500 times are sterilized, too. Oh, Okay, I get the feeling you're using different meanings of sterilization in those two. Your feeling is correct. Yeah, okay. And your great. feeling also goes missing after a certain number of times through. Great. Okay, well, you said 500. I'm four years. That's a little over, a little over 200 times. Okay, I'm still, I'm still in the clear. Yes, we're talking about probabilities here, so probably you're still in the clear. Great. Okay, well, I may need to make a trip to the bank this week. Let me put that in my notes. Uh, okay. All right. Set a reminder for myself there. But this week, we're going to honor 
Dawn, our Patreon supporter, and we're going to, I guess, uh, we'll talk about underwater and hope that as soon as we open the portal, we don't get a torrent of seawater pushing through the portal. Well, at least you'll know not to go through if a bunch of water comes That's through. That's true. I'm not, again, I really don't know how that hasn't happened yet. Really early on, I had this whole setup in my basement, and I opened up the portal one time, and it was just dirt. I tried to jump through, and I just right into a dirt wall. That's why I moved the operation up here to the ground level. Since I did that, we've been pretty lucky in that it's been ground level everywhere else. Except, you know, when it was the void of space and it was a spaceship. And actually, it was one time I popped into a boat. So I guess that wasn't ground. Well, it was sea level. Which, come to think of it, doesn't really make a lot of sense because we're quite a bit above sea level here. Anyways, I think it's time to just fire at the Bigeltron 2000 and see what happens. It'll probably be fine. Yeah, probably. Now that I think about it, I don't think I need this diving helmet. I'll put that back. Yeah, because I think we'll know if it's water on the other side as soon as we, we open it up. All right. Fire up the Bigeltron 2000, and we're going to talk about underwater. And science. The ocean and science. Yes. Oceanography. The Bigeltron 2000 is all fired up now, and all the readings look nominal. We've got the dimensional coordinates here on the screen. They don't match anywhere I've been before, so I'm going to pop through and see where it sends me this week. Good luck, Max. Okay, great. I'm not in the water. So mission accomplished there as far as not immediately drowning. Excellent. I am in what appears to be sort of like a, actually, it kind of looks like a spaceship corridor. So hopefully this doesn't go horribly wrong. All right, I'm going to shut the portal. There we go. Yeah, there's nobody around. It's just kind of this very sort of sterile-looking white corridor, kind of rounded edges. Looks like there's a door up there. Got a bit of a round window through it. I'm going to head towards that door and if I can find somebody or something, figure out what's going on here. All right, uh, yeah, so, okay, looks a little, a little bit dimmer in there. This corridor I'm in right now is very well lit, but in the other side of this door, it looks very dim as I'm looking through the round window here. Let's open it up and see. Oh, oh, wow, it's a some kind of a lounge bar type area here. Very nice, very swanky. A lot of round tables sitting up there and there's, oh, there's some windows over there. Okay, so we can see what's going on outside. Oh, oh, okay. A shark just swam by the window, so I think that we must be in an underwater station. Somebody sitting at that table over there. I guess I'll um, go have a seat and maybe see if that person can fill me in on what's going on here. Hello, mind if I have a seat? Absolutely. Sit down. You must be new here. I don't recognize you. I am. I'm Jack. Yes. Jack Strobe. My name is Max. Max, welcome. I'm sorry to see that uh, you ended up in this predicament, but it's not as bad as it could be. Um, predicament? The food is pretty good. I mean, this looks like a pretty posh lounge. What predicament that we're talking about here? Oh, just the fact that you're here against your will. Against my will? No, actually, I came here on purpose. Yeah. Well, yes, of course, everybody comes here on purpose, but, you know, the not being able to leave is the problem. Right. Yes, the not being able to leave part, that is a problem. You know what? You're right. That's a problem. It's kind of confusing how that happened. Does I, your family have money? Um, I mean, yeah, sure. But I'm still trying to wrap my head around exactly how I got stuck here. Well, you were probably targeted because your family has money and they can raise the ransom to get you home. Ransom. Right. The, the ransom. So they. Who is they exactly? Science. Uh-huh. Could you elaborate a little more? Because what I'm seeing here looks more like relaxation. Well, yes, this is the lounge. The scientists come down here and eat too, but we have to stay away from them. Sometimes there's been violent altercations by people who want to go home, as you would expect. Maybe you haven't heard this story. I'll fill you in. The scientists ran out of money. They were getting government funding to run this C-Lab. They call it C-Lab 2022. 
And when they ran out of money, they needed a new way to fund their experiments. They started kidnapping people, holding them for ransom, and using the raised money to continue their science. It's advertised as a vacation, but obviously once you get here, you can't leave. Your family has to pay a, a ransom, etc. Right, obviously, because that's definitely the predicament that we are both in. Well, I started out in that predicament, but it turned out that when I signed the consent form that has the small print that says they can do this to you, I signed it incorrectly. I wrote a bunch of stuff in the margin. I thought it was just being silly, but it turned out to void their contract. Which means I'm not actually subject to it, and I could leave any time I want. Oh, well then, how long have you been here? Well, I kind of like it here, plus I've got a nice little thing going. I'm scamming the scammers. You're scam. All right, how are you scamming them? Just getting an extended vacation, then? I've got some dirt on some of the scientists while I was here, and I've decided to blackmail them on it. And so I just stay down here, collect a little money from them now and then, eat their food. It's nice. Look at the scenery out there. Yeah, it is really something to see. I manta rays. Oh, that's an octopus over there. Nice. I mean, that is incredible. Whoever designed this lounge, top-notch work, really took advantage of the views down here. Okay, wouldn't I have heard about this whole hostage-taking scheme from the people who were previously ransomed? Well, they have to sign an NDA in order to get out. It's all handled by the leprechaun lawyers. They somehow made it all legal. Oh, jeez. Those guys again. <sighs> We'll say no more about that. Yeah, I understand how that can be. Oh, don't make eye contact. That's Sean. Uh, okay. What's wrong with Sean? Oh, he's coming this way. Dang it. Okay, well, try to be nice to him. He's having a hard time. Uh, okay. Hey, hey, Jack. Uh, hey, hey, uh, wh- why are you guys s- sitting so close to that window? You should come more inside. Hi. Hello. I'm Max. Yeah, Sean, meet Max. Max, meet Sean. Sean is dealing with a little bit of anxiety being under the sea. Well, yeah, there's there's water every direction. It's basically we're surrounded by death, death above, death to each side. Even if you go down underneath the station, there's water under there, more death. Yes, well, true in space, it's true under the sea. It's actually true in a lot of places you wouldn't expect. You should learn to get used to it. Oh, I've, I've been here for two years still terrifying. You gotta face your fears, man. Wow, two years. Mm, that's rough. Yeah, I'm hoping my stay will be less than seven. My mom has been doing a GoFundMe to get me home. Oh, jeez. Okay, I gotta ask, Sean, why would you have booked this trip in the first place if you had these kinds of fears? Well, I thought it would be fun. I watched C-Lab 2021 and I laughed a lot, and I thought this would be kind of like that, but C-Lab 2022 is a totally different experience. There are very few robots. I see. Okay. Sorry to hear that you're stuck here. Two years. This kind of anxiety. That's that's rough. Uh, Judging by the amount of sweat pouring off of your forehead right now, I... I think maybe you should probably not be in a room with such large windows. Yeah, I'm going back inside. I was just trying to help. Uh, Okay. All right. See ya. Well, good luck. Yeah, he goes around trying to convince everyone else to be terrified, which I suppose there is some reason to be terrified. I mean, Pod 7 sprung a terrible leak last week, and 
The, the crew here was totally nonchalant about it, and all they wanted to do was talk about weird stuff like what robot they would be if they were robots, and if they put their brain in a robot body, what would their powers be? It's just absurd. Huh. So you don't get to see the science that they're doing here? Well, I mean, every once in a while the station lurches and somebody comes over with a loudspeaker to tell us all to do something like hold our breath for three minutes. So I assume there's something going on. Oh, that's the sound of an announcement right now. Hopefully it's not more breath-holding. Attention. All inhabitants of Pod 9 are advised to temporarily evacuate to pod 8. Is no reason for alarm as long as evacuation is complete within next two minutes. Two minutes to evacuate pod 9, no cause for alarm. It's temporary. Well, luckily, that doesn't affect us. We're kind of in the central hub here. But we have to evacuate here. Just, just be ready to move quickly. Sometimes there's not a lot of warning. One time, they somehow got a shark in one of the hallways. I have no idea how it happened. I was just coming out of my room and like there was this horrible noise and this shark like with a whole bunch of water came swooshing down the hallway. I just went back inside and closed my door and a few hours later it was all cleaned up. I have no idea what that was but it was terrifying. It was an unusual shark. It appeared that someone had affixed something to its head and was shooting out a beam, some sort of laser beam that was just like frying everything. I figured the best thing to do was go back to my room and wait it out. Sure enough, a few hours later I came out and it was like it never happened. Everything was cleaned up. Wow, that's intense. But is it relatively safe in here, in, in this lounge? No, Tin Backward is usually pretty nice and mostly safe. It's probably one of the safer parts of this whole complex. But there's always some danger. Just be able to hold your breath. There seems to be a lot of emergencies involving toxic gas. Oh, jeez. Okay. Attention. All occupants of C-Lamp 2022 are advised do not touch the floor until further notice. Wow, it's a good thing we're sitting. Just pull your legs up. Kind of cross them a little bit. Oh, wow. The floor is starting to glow. That's a little concerning. I have to admit, I haven't seen that one before. My, thanks. And I was just hoping to go and get a drink, too, for the bar. I guess that's not happening now. I mean, I guess I could kind of hop this chair over. No, I, no, I actually don't want to risk falling over. That, that doesn't seem like a good plan. Yeah, you should try a drink here. They have one with Novocaine foam on top. It turns your whole mouth numb. Uh, wouldn't the drink kind of fall out of my mouth, then? It sometimes does, but it's worth it. Uh-huh. All right, well, if uh, the floor stops glowing, maybe uh, we'll grab one of those. What's it called? Just ask for a dental nightmare. All right. Yeah, well, I guess, I don't know if that's going to get the chance to do that, though. The floor is seems to have changed colors now. Yeah, it's heating up, too. I can feel the warmth coming up. Hmm. Is that a bit of a, like, a buzzing electricity sound? Yeah, I think it's especially important to just not touch the floor at this time. Yeah, I mean, that is that is what the announcement said. Uh, anyway, what do you do down here? I mean, you just sort of hang out in, in the lounge here and... I mostly hit on the lady scientists. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, is that fun? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not subject to their HR, and, you know, most of the people they could complain to are far, far away. There's not really any escape from 
being hit on down here. Uh-huh. I'm gonna level with you. That's a bit slimy. Not on board with that. Many of the best things in life are, Max. Mm. Yeah. No. Attention. Floor is safe to touch again. Oh, good. I was tired of holding my legs up. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Ah! No, no, it is not safe. Don't do, I would not, I would recommend against that. That was quite the shock. Oh, Ooh. thanks for helping me avoid that. Yeah, I'll I hold would, up just a bit yet. I would have thought my shoes would have protected me from that. I did still hear that buzzing sound. Should have paid attention. No, floor is safe, don't touch. Oh, that Dr. Poppincapper. <sighs> He's a character. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it does look safe now. You go first. I'll, I'll risk it. It looks pretty. It looks like it's it's calm down here. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Uh, okay. Whew. Well, maybe I can go over and grab a drink real quick. Definitely try the dental nightmare. All right. It's literally face-numbing, Max. Right. Okay. All right. Must be self-serve. I don't see a bartender. Huh. Yeah, I don't see anybody. Hello? You just speak your order, Max. Oh, uh, I'd like a dental nightmare. What was that? That was actually a dental procedure. I, you should enunciate more and make sure you say the word drink after dental nightmare. Um, you know what? I don't need it. I'm fine. It looks like your teeth are cleaner, though. Did you even brush this morning? Yes. There was something in your teeth, but now it's gone. Uh, all right. Well, anyways, ugh, whatever. Attention, station commander, Dr. Poppincapper here. Notice if you'll see Lieutenant North in green uniform, do not approach. Under any circumstance, do not engage, no speak. It's best actually run away very quickly. Green uniform, keep away. That is all. Oh, boy. I liked Dr. North. Better not just even go out of here, Max. I would stay close by until that situation is resolved. Ah, yeah, I'll do that. You know, actually, this is uh, kind of a terrifying place. You you really want to just chill down here? It's wildly entertaining, especially when I tell people to order the dental nightmare. Never gets old. Uh-huh. Well, you know, as entertaining as it is, I think maybe I'm going to head out. How are you going to do that? Did your family already raise the ransom money? Um, you know what? I, I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to get a message, and um, I'll take care of it, and I don't think I'll be seeing you again. All right. Good luck, Max. Thanks. I appreciate it. Watch out for Dr. North. Right. In the green uniform. What color uniforms do the scientists on the team normally wear? Most of the uh, uniforms are kind of an emerald color, but Lieutenant North usually doesn't wear a uniform. In fact, he usually doesn't wear anything at all. So maybe this is some sort of experiment to get him to wear clothes. Um, okay. Well, I will look out for that. The thought of a clothed Lieutenant North gives me the heebie-jeebies. Um, okay. Never seen that before. Well, hopefully I won't see either version. Like I said, I probably won't be seeing you again either. So it's been great chatting with you. Thanks so much for that dental nightmare. That was real fun. Probably won't catch you later. All right. Have fun back on the surface, Max. All right, let's head out of here. Back to the corridor. Still seems fairly quiet. 
Attention, all occupants of C-Lab 2022 strongly encouraged to hold breath for next two and a half minutes. Give or take. Oh, great. What is that smell? Uh, I don't know. I think it may have gotten on my clothes. Let's close, close that let's, portal. Yeah, let's shut the portal. I don't know. There was something, some kind of weird blue gas filling up the hallway. Yeah, definitely got on my clothes. Okay, that's great. I'm just. Whew. Yeah, that was uh, that was quite an experience. Was it underwater at least? It was. Yes, it was an underwater science lab? Question mark. Well, maybe our friend Don will be pleased. I mean, maybe science lab slash hostage taking operation. I don't know. It was kind of hard to understand what was going on down there. It kept coming on the PA and warning about all kinds of bizarre stuff. I don't know. Uh, whatever. I didn't drown, so I'm calling it a win. Well, I'm glad you made it back safe. Me too. But I probably should get rid of these clothes, which is a real bummer. I kind of liked this shirt. Whatever that is that's on your clothes appears to be glowing. Yeah. That doesn't seem good. I'm going to take these off and put them outside right now. Dispatches from the Multiverse is produced by Tim Ellis, starring J.R. Willett as Jack Always Scribble in the Fine Print Strobe and Tim Ellis as Max. The music by Alpha Geek, logo by Abe Schmidt. Are you interested in becoming a hostage at an underwater research facility? Check out patreon.com slash dispatchesfm where you can support us directly and access exclusive bonus content like brainstorming sessions, sweet merch, raw recordings, other audio, and dubious dental peaks behind the interdimensional curtain. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at dispatchesfm and visit us online at dispatches.fm.